poo offensively. We sucked. The second half, we sucked. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. It was a horse performance in the second half. Horse I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. Coaching, we're all, all, our coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked in that second half. It sucked. It stunk. Tough watch last night. Game wasn't great. The camera angle was arguably worse, and Chris Patola was saying some things that made me feel awkward throughout the game. Other than that, though, it was a fun uh, watch for two hours last night, you know? Yeah. Other than the yeah. game and uh, the camera angle. Other than that, yeah. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough, and, and you know, you just hope they bounce back. Like I said, if you if you go one and one this week, it's a, it's a, it's a good week. It's a good week. You know, these are two good teams that you're playing this week. You got to just kind of take it one game at a time without sounding too much like coach speak. But, you know, you hope you get healthier quickly with uh, Rivaldo Sores, um, John Hughley. But, you know, you've shown flashes. You just have to get stops, get out in transition, and Lo Suzanne can't turn the ball over more than yep. he assists the ball. It's a big game on Saturday, man. Like if you if you lose this game, you're not out of the tournament. You're not on the wrong side of the bubble. But just in terms of momentum and the opportunity that's there on Saturday, you're playing a Kansas team that has not, man. I, I bet Kansas. I mean, they've only won one Big Twelve road game. They have to be one of the worst teams in the in the uh, conference on the road this year. And they got blown out on uh, on Monday night. So there's the, the opportunity is there to get a big-time win. But the matchup is maybe not the best. And this team has not played well its last two games. Like, they got to find themselves offensively. they got to figure it out in the half court. And like you said, Travis, they, they, they can't try and win this game turning the ball over eight more times than what Kansas does. And I felt like that was a problem in the first matchup. Didn't KU only have, like, two turnovers the entire game? It, yeah. it was a pretty low number. Yeah, I think it was their season best. They had their season best in turnovers. <clears throat> it might come down to just if McCuller can go because he killed us in the first game. Like, he's their leading scorer. Like, if they can, if they have to go through Hunter Dickinson for absolutely everything, you might have a shot. You need Hughley to be back, throw a body at him. Northweather's going to have to play a bit bigger. I know people like him shooting from the outside. He's been good in that, in that aspect, but Dickinson, man, he's a load down there. They paid him a lot of money for a reason. Yeah, and I wouldn't be shocked to see him return to Kansas because I don't think he has – I don't see him on any draft boards because I don't think he's athletic enough to be on them. <clears throat> I mean, these days, if you're looking for a big guy, you're looking for a guy that can, like, handle the ball you know you've got you got guys like chet and Giannis and wemby and you know all these guys that seem to be like almost guards he, he's a like, guy that's a classic case of a really good basketball player maybe not you know the highest nba draft prospect and with how much money they're paying right now in college hoops he can he can make a really good life for himself if he comes back for one more year then maybe right. tries the NBA after that. The Armando Baycott plan, the Dylan Gabriel plan are a couple of players that come to mind. Right, and not only from a financial standpoint, Tyler, but just a quality of life situation. You know, we talked about this with, remember back in the Kyler Murray discussion, it's like 
the quality of life as the number one pick in the NFL draft feels like a lot different than, you know, I know the A's were going to put him on the roster, but, like, if you're having to bust from town to town and playing, you know, triple-A ball or this, that, and the other, like, <clears throat> quality of life. Like, if you've got to, like, the 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 college basketball argument comes up with, like, remember the Ball brothers going out and playing in, like, Latvia. It's like, what would you rather do? Be Zion Williamson? You know, fly privately wherever you go. You know, have all the amenities and now NIL of a place like Duke or Sounds awful. You know, Kansas. Yeah, would you rather do that or go and play in Latvia? Like, what are you, what are you doing? So I think with Dickinson, it's like he can be big man on campus and live the, the charmed life of a KU basketball player. You win every home game because the refs. And <laughs> I was going to uh, make a refs joke too, so nice job. You beat me to it. <laughs> I felt it. I felt it. We've done the show enough. I felt it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you, you brought up earlier that KU hasn't been great on the road. Well, when you have guaranteed wins at home, it's easy to kind of lose focus on the road. But it's going to come down to their health. They're not very deep. Um, Furphy has stepped up for them, and he's going to be a nightmare for for a while for them. But he's kind of their fifth that found a spot. Down McCuller, who's their leading scorer, they're gettable. They're absolutely gettable on Saturday. Well, it looks like the crowd's going to be awesome. Maybe a bunch of Kansas fans are making their trip to the LNC. But looking at ticket prices today on the secondary market, which it's um, it's officially sold out, is what OU says. So if you want to get a ticket to this game, you're going to have to go to the secondary market if you don't have one already. You're looking at uh, over fifty bucks right now for a ticket, and it's just Wednesday. So it's I don't know if it'll be as good of a crowd as we saw on Saturday night, but it'll it'll be a really good crowd Saturday at three PM inside the LNC. Yeah, there will be a lot of Kansas fans there. There are oh, always yeah. are. And I think part of it is because they can get nice and close to the action, which maybe they may not be able to do in Lawrence all the time. Yeah, tickets aren't as uh easy to get in Lawrence as they are here or a lot of other places across college basketball 405 says hunter dickinson is cole aldrich 2.0 but aldrich was at least a first round pick wasn't he i think he was yeah yeah i think he was yeah he was yeah i i I don't know who i'd compare i don't know who i'd compare hunter dickinson to a because i don't really like him you like like hunter dickinson yeah yeah i mean he's kind of i guess it other fan bases would say, well, that's how we felt about Baker. I mean, yeah, I get it. Like, he play, he draws with the crowd a bit. He, he, th- he thinks a lot of himself. But Baker went number one, and he was a Heisman winner. Don't, and a pro bowler, Tyler. Yeah, well, uh, easy. Doug from Norman may be still listening here. <laughs> Flag football offensive MVP is what it is, okay? <laughs> hey, uh, to switch to football, and we'll tell you uh, what the Texas AD said about OU and Texas, the possibility of moving it to 230 coming up next segment. But everyone's doing their – well, no one's doing their way-too-early polls anymore. It's like, well, let's do the revised way-too-early poll since there's been all this movement on the coaching front and transfer portal and all this. So we've got, like, way-too-early polls 2.0 at this time. Um, Mizzou's being ranked in the top ten. I'm seeing uh, Ole Miss being ranked in the top ten by some. LSU a top 15 team. Auburn maybe a borderline top 25 squad. If you could, would you rank OU's uh, four SEC road games this year um, from most difficult to easiest at LSU, at Ole Miss, 
at Mid-Zoo, at Auburn, how would you rank those in terms of toughest to easiest? I would say I'm I'm still going with history, and I'm saying – the easiest is mid zoo, so I'll start. I'll start. I'll start at toughest. If it's a night game at LSU, I think that's the toughest. You're factoring in the environment there, which I yes. think is probably smart. If it's a, if we get 11 a.m. at LSU, I'm moving it to number two behind Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss bolstered through the portal big time. I think they're kind of seeing this as maybe their opportunity. Maybe a couple of SEC teams smell blood in the water now that Saban's out. They might forget that Georgia still exists, but that's neither here nor there. So if LSU is at 11 a.m., I would put them at number two, Ole Miss at number one. If LSU's at night, I would flip those two, and I think Auburn is three. Sight unseen with them. We don't have any kickoff times right now. I put at LSU one, at Ole Miss two, at Midzoo three, and I put Auburn at number four. I mean, in LSU too, but Auburn's this giant mystery that I just I have no idea what to think about them. Like, they were, what were they, like a 6-1 team last year, Auburn? They weren't a good football team, but they had Georgia down 10 at home and should have beat Alabama. If it wasn't for a miracle play, they beat Alabama at home. Right. So maybe I don't have Auburn ranked high enough because that is a tough place to play. I just don't know a whole lot about those guys, and I don't know how much we're going to know about Auburn going into that game because they play Alabama A&M in Week 1. Cal at home in week two, New Mexico at home in week three, Arkansas at home in week four, and then OU at home in week five. Jeez, Auburn has five home games to start the season next year. Jeez. Wow, that's impressive. I, I will say that I, I think just football teams aside, I don't think they're going to be too dissimilar. But when you talk about tougher environments, Jordan Hare is infinitely more difficult with you know ninety thousand or whatever yeah. that holds, then going to Mizzou. I think it's the second toughest environment out. out of the four. Is what I would yeah. say. They don't even Missouri doesn't even sell out their stadium. So I think as far as environment goes, that's the least intimidating by far. Yeah, I I, I think so. Um, so that that's right. I, at LSU one, at Ole Miss two. At Midzoo three, and then man, maybe maybe I do change that Auburn game. We'll see. That is going to be Auburn's first, I'd say, big game of the year. Because I don't think Cal's a big game for them next year. No. I don't think Arkansas's a big game for them next year. Year two under Hugh Freeze, they've got some recruiting momentum because they stole a five star away from Georgia and Alabama, and I think they'll be better this year. I just don't. I truly don't know how to evaluate Auburn at this point. So. Maybe that's a more sneaky, tough game than I think it is. Yeah, I, I just I just think the environment, if, if they can go toe-to-toe with Georgia and Alabama, I think they could probably go toe-to-toe with us. Uh, Turnbow in OKC says, LSU has a new quarterback. How do you think that affects LSU next year? He's not a freshman, but has been the backup. Well, I think that's important because like, maybe my thoughts on LSU – would be different if you're playing them week five with the new quarterback. Correct. But you're playing them the final game of the regular season. So, yes, they're going to be breaking in Garrett Nussmeyer, a first-time starter, but by the end of the year, he's going to have a lot of games under his belt. So he may he may be a pretty good version of himself at that point in the year. 
Yeah, I mean, he's and he's got decent Heisman odds. Like Nussmeyer, I mean, he's a dude. He's got he's got experience in the system. He's not Jaden Daniels, I don't think, at least not initially. But he'll be a good. He'll be a top. I don't know, probably a top five quarterback in the SEC by the end of the year. I'm guessing. I'd probably say that, yeah. And they were, um, I mean, very Jaden Daniels heavy last year, running the ball, throwing the ball. But the, you know that LSU is going to have some playmakers on offense, man. They just, they just kind of always do, especially at receiver. Love Caden Durham. But who is? I mean, who is the giant wild card on the schedule that you're just not so sure about? Like I, I mentioned, I mean, Auburn being that. Like I could see LSU being that too, potentially. I think the when it comes to you're not real sure about. I would put Missouri in that. I mean, because of a lot of change. I mean, obviously Alabama had the biggest change in like the sports history, but I think with Missouri, you you, you would think they regress to the mean eventually, but they still have an easy schedule. So you don't you really don't know how good they're going to be. But they lose their defensive coordinator. They lose their defensive line coach. Like they're going to lose a decent amount to the draft. Like I think, I think the encore performance for Dorkwitz is is the biggest wild card for me, in my opinion. Vinny Paul says wild card equals South Carolina. Maybe if they um, if they get really good quarterback play replacing Rattler. I, I just at least for me, Vinny Paul, I feel like I know what South Carolina is going to be, and South Carolina to me is just not. They're not going to be one of the tougher teams you play. In fact, if you ask me which SEC game I feel the best about next year of OU winning, I'd probably play, I'd probably say the South Carolina game at home. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would I would agree with that for sure. And then and then honestly, I'd say Missouri, which seems crazy. Yeah, but hey, it it shouldn't. We sh- I don't want to live in a world where it's crazy to say that Missouri is an easy game. Nine one eight Alabama, new coach, new everything, but it's still Bama, right? Says they and the man. And they still have a ton of talent. Dave from Norman says I think Tennessee could be interesting. And yes, they got Nico starting at quarterback. If he's a star, that changes everything for Tennessee. And so who are we really spin. sure about in the SEC <laughs> next year? Georgia, is that it? They're I mean, not on the schedule, but Yeah, I guess so. I mean they're when you look at you know, Bill Connolly does his SP plus and whatnot. I mean, he he feels really good about Georgia. I mean, really, when you look nationally, like who are the locks? That's the thing about the portal and coaching changes and all that. Like, again, three out of the four playoff teams didn't return their head coach. You know, Oregon's got a new quarterback, quite obviously. Ohio State's got a new quarterback. Texas will start Famous top three, but they've got to replace a lot on the defensive line. They got to replace a lot at receiver. Like I think Texas has some legitimate questions going into the year, but they'll be a top yeah. three team. I bet to start the season. Yeah, we still have not seen the replacements for Murphy, Sweat, or Jalen Ford. Yeah, well, like those are massive losses in the middle of that defense, and it's just, oh, but did you see the wide receiver we got? Yes. Wh- whoever it is, the uh, the real wild card in the league next year, and I, I like we covered about half the schedule there on the text line. At least for me, I don't know about you, Travis, or the text line, it's just so much more enjoyable, so much more fun to be talking about and thinking about Tennessee and Alabama and LSU and Ole Miss versus 
what do you think Iowa State's going to be this year? Right. What do you, what do you think about West Virginia and Texas Tech and, and Baylor? God, it's just, I, I don't know. Like, it, It's just well, so much more fun to talk about the SEC versus the Big 12 that nobody knows anything about. Well, because you can say, is LSU going to get back to their national championship contention? Is Florida going to get back to their national championship contention? It's like, you, you can say that about a bunch of schools in the SEC. Who do you who do you say that about, who do you say that about in the Big Twelve? Nobody knows anybody on those teams, right? <laughs> For the exactly. most part, and, and that's why I always um, I I think it's incredible. But think about all the different teams that are changing conferences this next year. There's a lot of teams entering a new conference for the first time ever, right? And OU is not the only big time Power Five program doing so. OU and Texas aren't. But are you hearing any other conferences or any other teams? Like, are you hearing Oregon or Washington or USC or any other school? Like, on the surface, all we're doing here is changing the teams that we play on a year-in, year-out basis. But, Travis, we're trying to, like, reconfigure the town in some ways. Like, trying to figure out if this place has enough hotel rooms. Like, changing the entire landscape of a place just because the teams being played are being different. Like, that's how awesome the SEC is or how exciting it is to think about it. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it's seismic, and it's the reason that they moved. Like, th- this move was not taken lightly, and, Tyler, the move may have changed college football as we know it. Like, really, OU and Texas leaving, it was the first time that Blue Bloods really lately have left their conference and – Right after you see the Big Ten, now it looks like, okay, you're really moving to like a Power 2 model. Like, OU and Texas knew that they would trigger a series of events that could not be reversed with this move. So you knew that it had to be massively impactful things that were going on as a result. And my thing is like, you know, we talked about it whenever the schedule came out about Nick Saban, you know, coming to Owen Field. Obviously, that's not happening anymore. But, Tyler, just think of the coaches in the conferences. Like, think of think of the coaches that are coming to town and how much different it is than the Big 12. Like, sure, you could have Prime coming to town. But outside of that, like, it's not the same as Brian Kelly and, you know, Lane Kiffin and, you know, these type of guys like Josh Heupel. And it just hits completely different. Yeah. Well, college football will be forever changed by this move. OU will be forever changed by this move. But kind of the point that I was making is the city of Norman will be forever changed by this move as well. Oh, like, this, drastically, yeah. man, and, and in a good way, I believe, in a very good way. But I and just, you, you just don't hear term. you don't hear like people in uh, Eugene saying, "Oh my God, we got to change like the way we go about things as a town with the SEC move." Well, and and it could be long term. Like you'd start talking about enrollment. Like, the numbers publicized after Saban retired of the effect he had on the enrollment because he was winning at Alabama. I mean, you grow the enrollment, that grows, obviously, the funding for the school, grows the size of the school. You bring more people in, you need more homes, you need more, like, there's just, it, it, it has the, the economic impact, aside from just, we're going to sell more beers on Saturdays, like, the economic impact is... I mean, hard to quantify. Yeah, true that. Uh, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Texas AD says he's trying to move the OU-Texas game to 230. We'll give you 
All the details coming up next right here on The Ref. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Chaos returns to Norman this spring, and Oklahoma baseball season tickets are on sale now. Seats start at $90 and include access to all 28 home games, including matchups with Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Baylor, Texas, and more. Join Oklahoma baseball at Eldale Mitchell Park all season long for as little as 90 bucks. For more information and to reserve your seats today, visit Soonersports.com. I'm attorney Jordan Klinger of McIntyre Law. We know the impact personal injuries can have on your life. Medical bills, lost wages, and significant injuries. If you've been injured in a boating event, a pool accident, a dog attack, or a slip and fall, let us fight to get you the compensation you deserve. At McIntyre Law, we are committed to obtaining full justice for our clients. Contact McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Summer McGuire with Meals on Wheels of Norman. I would like to thank First United Bank for supporting Meals on Wheels through our Adopt-A-Route partnership. The mission of First United Bank is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely through faith, financial well-being, health and wellness, and personal growth. Thank you, First United Bank, for giving back to the ill, disabled, and elderly of Norman. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, Speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Is your insurance premium rate rising? You need to make the call to your local neighbors at Rightway Insurance. Rightway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call, 405-607-6014, or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com, and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. As we wonder why our kids are struggling, someone is getting bullied. As we discuss how to improve their mental health, someone is being harassed on social media. As we wonder why they're skipping school, someone is crying themselves to sleep. Knowing the signs is the best way to prevent bullying. Please just leave me alone. Learn the signs at sandyhookpromise.org. They say if you don't like the weather in Oklahoma, wait five minutes and check it again. Nope, not there yet. Ah, that's more like it. Being comfortable is important. And if it's minus five degrees or 100 degrees, Norman Air has you covered. Our impeccable quality and unbeatable service is what sets us apart from our competitors. It's just part of our mission to keep Oklahoma comfortable. Visit normanair.com for all your heating, air, plumbing, and electrical needs. Norman Air, service to the max. Somewhere, there's a river rushing through the woods while someone rushes through their day. There's a mountain looking up at the sky while someone looks down at their phone. A trail waiting to be walked while someone waits for a latte. This world is full of somewheres waiting for someone just like you. 
So go see yours at 154 National Forests and 20 Grasslands. And to learn more, visit nationalforests.org. The National Forest Foundation. See your somewhere. It is the Rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. Terrible news today in Kansas City, in case you haven't heard, during the Chiefs Super Bowl parade today. Uh, one dead, 22 injured after a shooting, three in critical condition. So Kansas City police say three people were taken into custody, and there's a video that has gone viral, as it should, of at least one person tackling one of the gunmen after. So thank you to that individual, whoever you are. Should never have to buy a beer in Kansas City, or anywhere else for that matter. Yeah, terrible stuff. Uh, terrible stuff. Glad. Glad that it wasn't worse. It easily could have. When you get that amount of people around, uh, you know, in one concentrated area, a lot of loud noises already going on, maybe a lot of hysterics and whatnot, it's it's a lot it's a lot easier for things to get a lot worse quickly. So glad that, you know, obviously tragic that those that did get shot got shot, but it could have been – a much larger number if action yeah. wouldn't have been taken. Chris Del Conte, Texas athletic director, had a town hall last night, I guess, with media and some fans. That sounds like something that would happen down there, right? The yeah, AD absolutely. has a town hall meeting with everyone? Yeah. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> not, not surprising whatsoever. Uh, Joe C. just comes on uh, with the with Toby and TJ in the morning yeah. and has some breakfast with them. Yeah, just have breakfast and the text line just ask me some questions, and that's that's how we'll handle that one. The CDC said he's trying to get uh, OU Texas at 2.30. It's exciting. One of the things I'm also looking at is moving our OU game to 2.30, ABC. So that would be fantastic, too. Now, I got several questions here. One, does he mean this year, 2.30 on ABC? Or do you think he means every single year, 2.30 on ABC? I don't know the answer to that one. I'm guessing he just means this year. I'm thinking he's, I'm thinking he's talking about... Like in perpetuity, like I, th- I think it's that game is going to be a two thirty game. Like I think that's what he's intimating. Let me see. I'm gonna it, um, if that's if that game has already been designated for ABC. If it hasn't been, then you're probably right about that. It's just I found it interesting that he threw in ABC with that, and I and I know that you're going to have games on ABC, and ABC's shown that game before, but yeah, no TV at all. So maybe he is talking about forever. That'd be interesting if both OU and Texas now wanted at 2.30 for every single game moving forward. I mean, it, it I wonder to, if Joe C. shares the same thoughts on that. Well, it, I just don't think that there's a way that you can say, I mean, I guess there is, anything's possible. But just to say, this game will always be at 2.30. Always. Or else, wouldn't they have done that by now, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, I, I would. I would think so. Yeah. You would think that if they were going to have a standardized time for that game, is there any other not I mean, I can't think of any off the top of my head. You may you may know. Are there any other college football games that are guaranteed a time slot? Not guaranteed. Um I mean Alabama and Auburn is almost always at two thirty now. You have Army Navy's kind of always at the same time. They're the only game that week, you know? Yeah, that's true. And then Ohio State Michigan is like always at 11 a.m. now on Big Noon. 
So I don't think they're well, like now. guaranteed those spots, right. but now yet, like yet now with the current TV situation, there are some games where you can just expect it to be at that time. I mean, so we've had two thirty games in the past. Did CDC just say a bunch of nothing? Oh, I'm I, probably yes, <laughs> probably. Good, good, and 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 Blink and Riley pointed it out online. The fact that his nickname is CDC makes for some very concerning headlines. It's like CDC released, you know, the news, blah, blah, blah. It's like, wait, what? Oh, they're talking about Crystal Conte. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> Seriously. Not, not a new disease we got to watch out for. <laughs> got it. Appreciate it. 918, I texted during Steely's show, 230 Red River shootout games are the best. After a victory, you can go back downtown to eat, and it's completely empty of Horn fans. Ha. I want the Horn fans to be around after a win, yeah, though. Wait, yeah, wait a minute. No, that's half the fun. 580, that's noon for Ohio State and Michigan fans, not 11 a.m. like a Central Folk, LOL. Yes, that's true. Oh, yeah, we got to start saying that. Day from Norman, Iowa, Nebraska is almost always 11 a.m. on Black Friday. Uh, J.D. in Tulsa says, Greg Sankey has said on Feinbaum that both OU and Texas want the game at 2.30 like the Florida-Georgia game has been every year. Okay, okay. So there is some precedent for it, I suppose. Drew from Flower Mound says, keep the game at 11. Alex from Manford says, I would love for Joe C. to come out and say, yeah, I'm not trying to get the game to 2.30. <laughs> that would be sweet. <laughs> it, it, it would be funnier if he said, yeah, we're talking about having the Texas game at 11. <laughs> and like just mirror the exact same thing he said, but just pick a different time. Uh, he, right. Eric in Illinois says, I think he's an idiot. And, and we, we got a few of those as well. So, yeah, he, he said a lot of things. He said, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get the OU Texas game moved to 230. He said that he's going to try to get Texas to play A&M every single year, regardless if it's an eight-game schedule or a nine-game schedule. And dude basically said eight games this year, eight games the following year, and nine games in year three of the SEC for both OU and Texas. So maybe he's the Texas AD, but also thinks he's the SEC commissioner as well. Yeah, is he trying? Is he coming for Sankey's job? I am the captain now. Trying to do both jobs. Get both of those. Uh, get both those paydays from Texas and the SEC. Hey, that'd be nice. Jeez. Yeah, I think uh, I think Sankey might want to watch his back. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's uh do you think there's ever a day like random? Do you think there's ever a day that we play this game on campus at least once? The only way that I could see that happening is if there is a major reconstruction project to the Cotton Bowl. And they're doing a pretty big reconstruction project soon and the game's still going to be played there. Right, it would have to be like a KU situation where there are no stands. I don't think they'll ever do that, right? That wouldn't make a whole lot of sense when you just play a couple of games there a year. No, I mean, hey, I agree. I'm just saying, I think that's the only reason why. Yeah. No, I I, I hear you. Um, Unless there's like, you know, I think we've, you've passed milestones. It would, if it were a younger game, maybe you could say, oh, we want to play the 100th or the, you know, what like some type of special anniversary you could do on campus. But all that stuff's passed. So I, I don't I, know what they do. I know that uh, we've routinely made fun of the Cotton Bowl. It, it, it's one of those things like we can make fun of the Cotton Bowl that it's a dump, 
But nobody else can, right? Only we can make fun of our dump. We've made fun of it over the years, and I know that they're you know, doing some things to it, like widening the concourses and making it more fa- fan-friendly. Mm-hmm. But it's not like we walk up there and say, oh, geez, this thing's about to fall down. Like, there, there's a chance if a big play happens that half the stadium is going to cave in because yeah, the structure's so poor. Like, I, I, it, it feels like, yes, they have to upgrade it, and they will, but it kind of feels like you can play there at that thing for as long as you want to. It's, it's still in relatively good shape for how old it is. Yeah, and a lot of the things that, you know, you would need to, like, improve, and I, if I, I put that in air quotes, would be people wanting to add, like, suites or something like that. And that's just not something that I think they're going to do. And I don't know where the heck you'd put them. That would be a massive project. I think... Yeah, just just make it easier to get beer and easier to, shall I say, uh, dispense the beer. Yes, and they did that last year. I was very proud of them. They had uh, beer runners around the, uh, or or at least on the concourse. It was it was better last year. But I just I, I think everyone recognizes that it would be a sin, an unforgivable sin to move this game anywhere else. I know we got to drive down to Texas for it every single year, but. It's still an amazing experience. And I think the profile of this rivalry, right or wrong, will be boosted now that it's an SEC game. I just, I, I'm i hoping the powers that be never allow it to be moved elsewhere. Right. And, and I'm not even sure how much more it can be boosted. I think the, I think the only, like, check mark that that game is missing, Tyler, is for SEC fans to finally admit that it's a better rivalry than the iron bowl yep like that's i think that's it because nationally like when you look at like josh pate and like pat mcafee and all like people actually go yes yeah they're bought in like they're like this is incredible there's nothing like it obviously mcafee was on the sideline with baker and trey young and those guys last year uh i mean the people who have been that are national media folk they absolutely are on board with it being the the best rivalry in the sport and maybe some still have Ohio State, Michigan up there. Obviously, Army, Navy, it's in its own conversation. But anybody that is still holding out that there are any or possibly multiple rivalries better in the SEC than OU in Texas, like those are the minds that you need to change, if they can be changed. Good point by Willie Mays Hayes on the text line. Um, the playoff game, like a home playoff game, like uh, Texas plays in Norman, that's the only time we'll see it. And yeah, yeah, I think that's right. God, how oh, we Texas fans would be like, "We'll just move it to the Cotton Bowl." What? Are you scared? Are you scared? Just move it to the Cotton Bowl. Shut up! No, planning on playing that Shut one up. on campus, please. God, um, how awesome would that be? Uh, it would. It would be. Um, I, I I said earlier, I think this could be like the golden era of home games around here, but that one would be tough to top. If you're playing right. Texas for the first time in a long time in a playoff game at home. Nobody. Imagine you get in the same season. It'd be a night game too. Oof. Michigan mm. at home, Texas at home. Mm. Uh, let's see, Georgia mm. at home. Mm. I don't know, Arkansas at home, Kentucky or Florida at home. Maybe Kentucky for the Stoops connection at home. Like, imagine that's your home slate. Good God! Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet, man. 
be incredible. Yeah, man, it's it's uh it's not entirely impossible with the current structure of the sport, which is fun to think about. Uh, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll get to your text and more coming up next right here on The Ref. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Ever wonder why someone would wake up at the crack of dawn just for a chance at the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors Up. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Take off with an exciting career in the aerospace industry. At Francis Tuttle, we're shaping futures with our aerospace composite and fabrication class. Dive into hands-on training, mastering cutting-edge materials and techniques. In just one month, gain the skills you need to join the growing aerospace industry. Our composites and fabrication classes are now forming. Visit us at www.francistuttle.edu slash aerospace and enroll today. Francis Tuttle, training the future workforce today. TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. When you're looking for the best liquor store in town, it's right here in Norman. You get professional advice. Go see Kathy and her staff. They have great specials this February also. Black Box Wines, Yellowstone Select, Fireball, and much more. It's important to shop local, so head over to Joe's. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 on Sunday. Follow their Facebook page for the latest information, and you can call ahead for that order, 405-364-9262. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. I'm attorney Jordan Klinger of McIntyre Law. The FDA requested a recall of all ranitidine products commonly known as Zantac. Zantac was found to potentially cause cancer in the bladder, throat, liver, pancreas, and stomach. If you are one of the 15 million Americans that has used Zantac, you might be entitled to compensation. At McIntyre Law, we are committed to obtaining full justice for our clients. Contact McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Tired of your current living situation? 
Now is the best time to make a move. Interest rates are dropping and Home Creations is offering the best financing around with rates as low as 3.75%. This will save you hundreds per month on your brand new Home Creations home. Live like a champion today by calling Holly at 405-364-9999 for full details. 364 Home Creations. APR 6.411%. Final hour on The Rush. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. Get up by our Chevrolet text line where Creek Sooner says a Red River at campus would be indescribable. Yes, it would. It would be amazing, especially um, the stakes are always high for that game, but if it's for an opportunity to move forward in the college football playoff, be pretty insane. I, playing each other in a Big 12 championship game was insane. Stakes would be even higher if, if that ever happens. Yeah, and on campus, ooh, I mean, the only thing that I could I could bolster the schedule with more probably because you've already got Texas on the schedule is if you can get USC and Lincoln Riley oh. to town. But then they actually have to make the you know playoff. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Turnbow and OKC said at least fumigate the cotton bowel. The cra- the crickets were out of control. <laughs> yeah, they were a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, they, they normally are. But, again, we can only make fun of our dump. It's our dump. Nobody else, I guess Texas fans can kind of too, but nobody else can make fun of the dump that's the Cotton Bowl, okay? Yeah, no, it's ours. It's, it's, it's like picking on your little brother. Yeah, just just, just us, nobody else. Um, I wanted to ask him, I mean, we're, what, two days away from opening day for, for OU Baseball? Of course, OU softball is rolling right now, 57 straight. They are on the road again this weekend. Um, what, are they going to play like five games? But OU baseball, man, um, if they can get that pitching to come along, they got a chance to have a really good team this year. I think they're going to be really good. I think they're squarely in the conversation to host a regional, maybe even a super regional, because, I mean, you return so much experience. You, you bring back your entire outfield. Uh, you know, you bring back Jackson Nicholas at second. You've got Jackson Willits, uh, the stud freshman, son of Reggie Willits, at uh, shortstop. He's at least got the inside track to start there. Uh, Carmichael back at, at catcher. You've still got McKenzie. You've got power now. You've got experience. You've got, I believe you've got pitching. The team looks looks good, man. Looks really good. Like I said, I was talking with Jackson Nicholas, and he said this was this will be the best team that he's been on. I had to remind him that he played for a national championship in 2022 in Omaha, and he said that this team is better than that team. So it will definitely be worth going and checking out. They'll bring that same chaos-style aggressive base running. They really want to put the pressure on on the opposing team. So it's a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. I'll be going to a bunch of the games. I know I'll be up there. It's my birthday weekend. Uh, hey, not this happy weekend, birthday. But, but next weekend. Happy so birthday be, next weekend. There you go. It'll be for the uh, the home opening series. So I'll be going down there for at least one of the games. Uh, so I'd love to see a bunch of you all there. It's Like I said, always a blast. And OU softball, like I said, they'll be on the road. Lake Charles this weekend. Central Arkansas on Friday. 
McNeese State uh, on Friday as well. Lamar on Saturday. McNeese State again on Saturday night. And then Central Arkansas, 11 a.m. on Sunday. So five games this week for OU softball. They can uh, push the winning streak to 62 games. And I believe if they win all five of these games, we'll officially get to 365 days until OU lost a softball game. Insane. Well, and and what's funny is Oklahoma is such a quality loss that, you know, after Washington and Duke both got beat, they both climbed the polls. Yeah, right, yes. Like, like, well, I thought they were going to vote Washington the number two teams. They played them so yeah. close. Ha- hang the banner. Barely, lo- or barely lost or lost competitively to Oklahoma. Hang the banner. Make the rings. Yeah, and um, it's crazy, man, because I, as I scroll down the rest of their non-conference schedule and into conference play, like they'll play Mississippi State on February 23rd. They'll play Wisconsin that same day as well. But honestly, man, like this schedule moving forward is not stacked with top 25 teams. In fact, where the, the, the current top 25 rankings, OU won't play a ranked opponent until Texas on April 5th. Almost two months. Texas looks legit, too. Yeah, so. they look real good. They went out to UCLA and just put it on the Bruins. UCLA man. stinks. Like, they're OSU beat them time. as well, right? On Sunday? Yeah, like yeah. big. Like big. So it's like. Uh, UCLA is a shell of what they once were. And to be quite honest, they're getting the Lifetime Achievement Award when it comes to the rankings because there's no way that they should be ranked right now. Yeah, all those uh, softball games are on ESPN+, Plus, by the way. So no flow softball. No uh, flow. At least for at least for this weekend. But Pat, Patty was asked, like, uh, or she didn't ask, she said, yeah, I asked, um, I asked my team, how uh, what what grade we would give on the ten scale for our performance last weekend, and I got a lot of fours and a lot of fives and a few sixes, and we beat two top ten teams. Yeah, it's like yeah, well, you guys are really good. And that's the thing, like they they didn't start with any cupcakes. There's no doubt about it. I mean, two top ten teams, very very good teams, and yeah, definitely struggled against one of them with some you know some uh, officiating that. Uh, wasn't exactly I mean it was bad on both sides but that obstruction call was just embarrassing 310 from the state of California I was going to go to the Marionetter Classic in Cathedral City but the cheapest tickets are 90 bucks each man jeez that's uh, high price to see this team play everyone wants to get a glimpse it's the price of admission baby it's true Uh, All right, final segment coming up next we'll wrap it up on the other side right here on the ref Bleed Crimson? Love great Sooner Talk? Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. Attention Sooner basketball fans. Don't miss out on any of the college hoops action as your Sooners men's basketball team takes on Big 12 foes for one last go-around. Coach Porter Moser wants you to bring the electricity to the LNC. So grab a friend, bring a buddy, and join the excitement. Visit Soonersports.com slash tickets to reserve your seats. And we'll see you at the LNC. Boomer Sooner. 
As we age, cataract surgery is often an inevitable step. And it's not just about restoring your sight, it's about upgrading your quality of life. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you have one big decision that can affect your vision for the rest of your life. The choice between a standard lens, which often requires you to rely on glasses for reading, or a premium lens. Consider Panoptics, Vivity, or a light adjustable lens. The leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. The Ref is the home of Sooner fans and the home of Sooner Diamond Sports this spring. From Patty Squad in search of another natty. Let's get deep to left field. No way. No way. Lose your mind, Sooner Nation. And skip Sooner's sight set on Omaha. Throw to first and you can ring it up. 6-4-3. The Ref has you covered. Catch Sooner Baseball in Arlington this Friday at 3, Saturday at 7 p.m., Sunday at 10.30 a.m., and Sooner Softball Saturday at 1.30 on The Ref and the KREF app. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. When you hire your local CertiPro painters, you get the power of doing it right. Detailed project proposals, excellent customer service, and trusted professionals who get the job done on time and on budget. The power of experience. We're kings of the scaffolding and pros with the stucco. We've been there, done that. Get your project started at CertiPro.com and get the power of pro. Each CertiPro painter's business is independently owned and operated. While serving in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. They didn't think I was going to make it. I'm Latoya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like Latoya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. You've seen children at their best and at other times, and you still love them. If you've got love to give, we've got foster children who need it. Visit okfosters.org to learn more about becoming a foster parent. Sponsored by Oklahoma Human Services. What would it take for you to bring your whole self to work? At Oklahoma Human Services, your whole self can help a whole lot of people. Visit okdhs.org careers to learn more. Sponsored by Oklahoma Human Services. There are many ways to celebrate a life. For over 80 years, Primrose Funeral Service in Norman has been providing comfort and guidance to families in memorial planning. Prearranging a memorial is the best way for families to take it slow. Talk in a calm, compassionate environment away from the stress and sadness of loss. Primrose Funeral Services offers prepaid plans that protect your loved ones from hard financial decisions at a difficult time. Contact Primrose Funeral Service at 405-321-6000 or visit them at primrosefuneralservice.com. For over 37 years, Bob Moppin has been providing roofing and construction services in Oklahoma for residential and commercial clients. Moppin Roofing and Construction is a locally owned family business. They do work right the first time. Moppin Roofing has insurance specialists to work with your insurance company in resolving your damage claims. Call Bob at Moppin Roofing and Construction at 405-703-3843 for your free estimate today. 405-703-3843 or visit MoppinRoofing.com. Moppin Roofing. 
Go Sooners! Hi, I'm Martha Stewart. Every year, more than 4 million pets enter shelters here in the United States. My friends at American Humane have been helping animals since 1877. The goal is to ensure that pets have a safe shelter, especially during natural disasters. Adopting a shelter pet allows shelters to help more animals awaiting care. Please consider adopting today and take some time to learn more about American Humane's other work at AmericanHumane.org. Final segment of the day, wrapping it up on this Valentine's Day. Uh, the Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of the rush. And uh, Travis, as you know, we have some staples on this show. And I think a new staple, like Sam Pittman, we hear from him every Friday at 5. We might start playing Drinks After Work by Toby Keith every single uh, Monday through Thursday at 5. But Sooner Jets is now texting us every single day saying something about an ice-cold Pacifico and that it's time. Sooner Jets says, I know, baby, but it's ice-cold Pacifico time. I'll be home after I have a few with the boys. He just wants you to remind us every single day what time it is. Well, I'm, I mean, it, it takes a village. Uh, we appreciate it. I mean, that's for sure. That's what the text line's for. It's not just, uh, you know, questions we ask. It's we want we want to hear. We want to hear about you guys. Uh, from Columbus, Ohio, 614, if people think $90 is bad, don't let them see some of the all-session tickets for the Women's College World Series. They're just over two grand. Ooh. Man. Start saving now because I have a feeling you're going to need them. Oh, is that your hot take for today that OU's making a return to OKC? Okay. Yeah, you know. File that one away. In the last segment, you know, of the day, after three hours, I finally mustered up the courage, Tyler, to log a prediction that Oklahoma will be in the Women's College World Series this year. Well, he's got that take out there, and he also has the take that OU women will win and cover tonight against Baylor. That game mm-hmm. tips off in about two minutes. ESPN Plus, top 25 matchup. OU's a one-and-a-half-point favorite over the Baylor Bears. Big game tonight. Big game. And they keep delivering, man. They keep delivering. Jenny B, it can't be understated what she's done. Uh, that team is fun to watch. They definitely deserve the support out of that LNC. Go out and watch this team. The team is a lot of fun with the crowd. They feed off the crowd. They interact with them. It's definitely head out there. Let's. I'm, I'm going to see. Uh, actually, the spread's up to two and a half now. So OU's all alone in first place in the conference. They're at home against 21st-ranked Baylor tonight at 24 West Virginia on Saturday. They still got to play Texas at home, which is a top five team, and then they are at Kansas to close the year. So really, if you're able to go two and zero this week, then you really set yourself up nicely to win the conference outright. Like that's kind of the point of why this is a big game. You were already all alone in first place, but you've got like I don't want to say only three tough games left, but your three toughest games are Baylor at home, at West Virginia, and Texas at home. If you can win two of those three and then win out the rest of the games, you're probably the Big 12 champ at the end of the season. Yeah. Hey, but one game at a time, right? Uh, yes. Coach speak. One game at a time, Tyler. One game at a time. One game at a time approach. As always, we appreciate the interaction throughout all of the shows. And, yes, Sooner Jets, it's time for an ice-cold Pacifico. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Back tomorrow right here on The Ref. 
closing time.